Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A very warm hello to our listeners. Um, we are sitting with Dr. Daniel Rockers, Dr. Alex Andrade, two of my colleagues and friends from Tabana Organization. Uh, we are with Radio Bomb.com on Saturdays and Sundays uh, under Culture and Psychology, our program. And uh, today I want to welcome my friends and colleagues, and we are going to talk about music. Uh, music is international, universal, and I'm sure there are a lot of music lovers, whether in our specific culture, whether in pop culture, in musical culture, but it's something that changes our mood, changes our emotions, and we have all experienced that with music, we may even change our moods and our emotions. And sometimes when we hear very happy music, all of a sudden we want to get up and dance. And sometimes when we hear some mellow and some classical music, all of a sudden our emotions are different. So today we're going to um, talk about different topics under music. And I want to uh, give the mic to my friend, Dr. Andrade. Yes, no, I'm, I'm glad you started with me because I was actually going to, in a Daniel Rockers type way, turn it around and ask you a question. So let right. me pose this. Yes. So music, I'll start with, I love music. I think I might've mentioned that before. I'm constantly to listen to music. I, I, throughout the day, even when I'm working, I'll, you know, in between patients, put a little bit of music on definitely at the end of the day I do as well as even cleaning up and running errands. I'm, I'm constantly listening to music. So kind of related to what we talked about yesterday, as far as those greetings that we give to people, sometimes after that initial greeting, we'll also ask somebody, especially if it's somebody new uh, or somebody that, I don't know how, you know, what do you do for a living or what kind of work do you do? I hate that question. I, I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about those kind of stereotypical questions. So one of the questions that I like to ask people too is, in fact, it's a little dated. So I used to ask, what is the most recent CD or album that you've purchased? Now everything is downloaded and streamed. So uh, now I like, I like to ask, you know, what's, what's the last thing you listen to? Or like, what are you listening to right now? And so uh, I'll start with, and I'm, I'm listening to a lot right now, so I'll apologize. I won't go into everything I'm listening to. But uh, most recently, what I'm listening to is, um, let me see, the most recent thing I kind of downloaded was uh, an album by Radiohead. And it was like a reissuance of their previous album. They've, uh, I don't know, I'm still trying to figure out what is different about it, um, but it sounds like a, a lot of the original tracks. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen Radiohead in concert at Lollapalooza back in 2016, I think it was. Um, no, 2006. Never mind. Okay, I'm dating myself now. But yeah, I've I seen them in concert. It was a great show. I, I, I had the hardest time forever understanding what they were saying. Even now, I still struggle to understand what they're actually saying. But uh, great band, great concert. Uh, ever since seeing them in concert, I just, I've, I've loved them even more. The artwork on their albums is amazing. That's another thing about music too, especially back when there were CDs, you would get album covers and artwork, and sometimes they'd be able to include original artwork. And one of the things that Radiohead included in one of their albums, I remember was like this poster, and it was really cool. Um, 
but anyway, my point is that's the most recent thing that I've listened to and, and really been enjoying that album. It reminds me of an earlier point in my life as well. So it's, it's really cool, really exciting for me in that way. So what about the two of you? What have you been listening to most recently or maybe even with the upcoming holidays, uh, what, what you like to listen to? And I'll go, I'll go to Saide first since she uh, went to me first. Uh, I'll go back right to Saide, Dr. Saide Malakavzali. Okay. The microphone is yours. Well, well, first of all, I love different uh, languages in music, and I love Spanish music, um, lyrics, even though I don't understand. I love French uh, lyrics, and even though I understand maybe just a few words, but um, it's not just English or it's not just Persian. But personally, I love Adele. So I usually listen to Adele if I want to pick a song. I don't know. There's something about the type of music that I like. It's uh, it's funny because I'm usually upbeat and, and in up mood. But Adele has some sort of, um, you know, I don't know if it's um, me- mellow or melo- or um, it's something about his her singing that I love. And I think I was listening to her newest. I, I can't remember the name, but um, the lyrics was um, was interesting. It was something about the river, about. Um, it's easy on me. The new one, easy on me. Is it easy on me? Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's just a beautiful swimming in the river or something. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, I like Adele. And um, I listen to Persian music. I listen to French music. I sometimes don't know even the singers, um, but I just, uh, you know, listen to them. I love music anyways. But when I get to my car, my radio is on classical music. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I have the combination of all sorts of music, but um, also this Friday, we were in a friend's house and uh, we have a traditional singer who is now famous and has received so many awards, even in international awards, even NPR talked about him. He's, um, he's one of the 50 most important singers of the world. And I was listening to his music um, and we were just wondering the, the reason he was picked as the 50th top uh, singers is the way he actually has um, covered all the, um, I don't know all these uh, names for the profession, but I guess he has reached the highest level of voice when it comes to universal um, you know, rewards. And, and we were listening to his actually singing and we were specifically listening to how high he could sing. And it was just amazing. It was to me at that time, um, I was just imagining a bird is singing and it was um, that beautiful. You wouldn't think a human being could actually sing that way. But it was just so, um, you know, taking it in and enjoying it with all the cells of your body. It was just that. And I guess it was the atmosphere. It was just the way he was singing. Um, It was um, just very, very, um, you know, interesting. 
Daniel, uh, your recent musical interest? Recent musical interest has been pretty much the same for probably the past 20 years, but it, and it runs in a couple different veins. One is similar to what Side A said. I like listening to different music from different countries and different cultures. So I'm taking a German class right now, and I think a cool part of some of the assignments is they give an artist and a song that you can go listen to some of those lyrics and see if you can hear some of the language that we're learning. So that's pretty cool. And I have in my playlist on Spotify, I have some stuff that is French and I have some stuff that is Spanish and I have some stuff that is German. So I like all of those, but probably the main thing that I, and those, in those, those will have words. Most of the music that I listen to does not have words. Most of the music I listen to is down-tempo music or um, ambient music. Some people call it space music. Some of it is more space-oriented. But I like things like that. So I like things that create a, a more mellow mood, things that I could do, like do my evening meditation or morning meditation too. I like a lot of those. It's mostly that kind of music. That's what almost all the... I, I like to put the albums in Spotify. I don't as much like collecting individual songs. I suspect with pop music, it's kind of can be more individual songs. When I was younger, I listened to a lot of rock music and I still enjoy hearing some of that, like Rush or some other groups. And this is back from the 80s, something like that. But mostly what I like listening to is the ambient music and the down tempo music, kind of a, a loungy vibe to it mm-hmm. this is a cool cat daniel you know you'd be listening to that you know loungy music you know and so and I've, I've i've been around you while you listen to it and it's always like yeah it's a good vibe to the to the atmosphere in that way where it's it's kind of in the background but then it can be at the forefront too and uh yeah definitely uh, enjoy that type of music as well too i feel like uh, I, i'm definitely one of those people where my interest in music reflects my mood. But as Saide was mentioning earlier, I think it's very true. You can use music to uplift your mood too. So I know sometimes if I'm feeling a little lethargic or even a little down, it's like, okay, well, I know certain songs or certain types of music will really help me to to lift me up. Uh, Similarly, whenever I'm like cleaning up or having to do things around the house, I'll purposely kind of put that type of music on because it's a little bit more energizing, uplifting. Um, yeah, I don't want to, you know, listen to something, you know, depressing as I'm, you know, trying to clean up, you know, and so <laughs> sit down and start crying or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things where it's like I want to use it to my advantage, do given what I'm doing and given what's going on too. Yeah, you may not want to listen to Chris Isaacs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great example, example. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of stuff. Hey, there's I, a question. Oh, yeah. excited! Please jump in. Well, I was just saying that I remember there was a time in my life that I wasn't even able to listen to any sad music, and it was just like I couldn't take it. And I know why, and, and, and I was in a mood that I needed more upbeat and, and music that changes my mood. And I remember uh, there was a uh, read complete whole um, c- CD of uh, the read playing, which is the most beautiful. Sometimes now when I listen to, 
and it, it seems like um, you can listen to that forever. It doesn't age. It doesn't. It's, it doesn't belong to any age. And it was the doctoral dissertation of a famous um, reed player, and it, it's so beautiful that it just takes you in another world. And I remember anytime I started listening to this, which I always loved, I couldn't take it. It was just too much at that time for me. And I remember also at that time, any sort of uh, melancholy music or sad music, I was trying to avoid. So I was trying to gather all these happy music that could change my mind and could change my mood. So for me, it's really important what, what I need at the time I'm listening. You know, sometimes you just listen to any music. You're just so busy in your daily work or um, wherever you are that it doesn't matter. But many times in life or sometimes in life, you know, it's important for me, at least I can, I had experienced that I had to be careful and don't get into a sort of melancholy music or, or, you know, too much of happy music is fine, but too much of melancholy music, sometimes it's just too much. Um, so with that, I want to say we reach our first break and um, we come back to continue our conversation شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد اگه صدای ما رو از رادیو بامداد به زبان انگلیسی میشنوین روزهای شنبه و یک شنبه از ساعت دوازده تا یکی بعد از ظهر من به همراه دو تن از همکارانم دکتر الکسان رادی و دکتر دانیل راکرز در خدمتون هستیم به زبان انگلیسی صحبت میکنیم دکتر راکرز و دکتر اندراده دو تا از روانشناسان شهر ساکرامنتو هستند که ما با هم در یک ارگانیزیشنی در یک تشکیلاتی به نام توانا که کمک به جوانان و بزرگسالان و همه سنی در حقیقت ولی بیشتر ما شروع کارمون رو برای همکاری و کمک به جوانها شروع کردیم و رجب فرهنگ همیشه خیلی تاکید داریم چون معتقد هستیم فرهنگ در تمام اصل یک انسان اثرگذار هستش و امروز در مورد موزیک باتون صحبت میکردیم موزیک کلن از نظر روانشناسی اثراتی که در احساسات و بروز به صلاح رفتار میذاره صحبت میکردیم رسیدیم به یک بریک اگر کسانی هستن که فکر میکنین از این برنامه استفاده کنن دعوتشون کنیم به برنامه ما توجه کنن زمینم پادکست های ما از طریق رادیو بامداد در سپاریفای در آیتون تحت عنوان کالچر and سایکالوجی ما حدود شاید نزدیک به 130 تا 140 پادکست ها کنون داریم حدود یک سال و نیم هست شاید هم بیشتر که با رادیو بامداد داریم همکاری میکنیم خوشحال میشیم که اگر سوالی دارین و کمکی میتونیم بکنیم که بهتر برنامه هامونو بکنیم به ما از طریق رادیو بامداد اطلاع بدین برمیگردیم و دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم
We are back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrodi, and we continue our conversation about music. If you just turn on your radio and you're listening to us, the first part, we um, had a conversation about what kind of music each of us like and how the music could change the mood and um, the way we um, can just behave even. So Dr. Rockers, have you had any experience that um, in uh, your life even, you had time in your life that you couldn't listen to certain music? I don't remember any particular time. It's a great question, but I do know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about when you say there are certain times when you cannot hear certain kind of music, certain moods go on and you're just not I think that like sometimes when we're sad, we do need to hear sad music in order to help us process that feeling of sadness. And then sometimes, and we can also recognize it when we're feeling down and we need something to boost us up. I think there can be different reasons for having the different moods, modes, and types of music that we consume. I'm wondering for you guys here, I have a question for you, Alex and Side A. How do you consume your music? And what I mean when I ask that question is, are, do you, are you like in, in an aggregator like Spotify or Pandora? And if, if you are in that or if you're not in that, and then also do you collect, I like to collect the album of the music. When I'm listening, I wanna hear, do I like this artist and this whole album? And then I'll just, in that album i use the spotify a little bit pandora but mostly spotify so this pretty good size collection of albums that i have selected that i like i like that i like that question yeah do you want to go first idea yeah i actually do have spotify and i usually collect um not the album but sometimes just the type of um you know music i like from different uh, singers. I have mostly Adele's and I have uh, some of the other Persian um, singers that I like to collect their music. Um, but I also have some Spanish music. I have some French music. I, for some reason, I just love to listen to different cultural music. Um, and specifically, I would say if I would pick is the French and I don't know whether that's um, very close to our culture when we were growing up, because there were a lot of French singers that they were coming um, for different programs, for shows, um, or it's just the sound or the familiarity of the lyrics or, or sounds, sounds or the wording that I can pick. Um, but of course, a lot of Persian music. So I use Spotify. And, uh, and sometimes um, I just like to collect certain happy dance music that when we have gathering, I could just put it and, and enjoy the dance music. I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it's kind of what you are used to. I think I shared with you guys, I, I used to work at Tower Records when I was uh, young. And uh, for me, it's always the idea of like discovering music. So uh, like you mentioned, Daniel, I like to listen to the whole album of something to kind of see what the artist has done. And that's one of my complaints about kind of some of these streaming services is only certain songs will get popular and people won't listen to the whole album. And so I, I definitely kind of, I, I do do that as well. I like to listen to newer things. And so sometimes uh, 
through the service I use, there's like these uh, curated playlists of new music. So I do like to go through that and see what's new. I like to stay current, but uh, I do, I'll, I'm the one of those people too, who like listens to an album 30, 40 times. And I, I have to listen to it several times before I really even hear it and like it. And so I jokingly tell people, they'll be like, Oh, did you listen to it? I'm like, yeah, I've only listened to it a few times. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, like it, it's got to grab me. I, I, I let it play through so that it, it resonates with me versus me like intently listening. Uh, so like I mentioned earlier, I'll be cleaning up and doing things. And so it's like, then I'll play the album and see how that kind of grabs me. So that's how I like to consume my music. Great question too, Daniel. I'm kind of getting more into classical music too. When I was younger, I thought some of it was nice, but couldn't really appreciate it as much as I do now. And I don't know if that's because I like more of the ambient music or if my tastes have become more refined, but do you guys like classical music? I do. I love classical music and especially when I was teaching, most of the time I was putting the classical music, especially when um, it was after the guided practice and it was independence practice for the kids, I would um, definitely put classical music. So I lived with classical music throughout my, even um, in my office when I was just working um, during the time that I was just alone and taking care of some of the paperwork and my job, um, it just gives more, I guess, focus for me when I listen to classical music. And uh, at the time, I actually was using a lot of classical music in my classroom when I was teaching. There was a study uh, that had been done, and I think it was in um, um, 1997 or eight, that was, um, about how, especially for problem solving and math, um, how much um, classical music specifically was helping the brain to focus and that, and, and it was a study on, at that time. And I remember a lot of schools were actually implementing some of the classical music in, into their teaching and classroom, especially when the kids um, in their time of um, doing activities um, and doing independent work, um, they were using it. And, and I think um, even prior to that, I always, um, when I want to just focus more on what I'm doing, I put classical music on. You know, that reminds me, <clears throat> I, I like classical music as well. And I, I was introduced to it in high school and there's several uh, artists or people, composers, excuse me, composers. composers that I enjoy. Yeah. But it's funny the the image of like sitting at your desk and working, I, I've always jokingly said, given the music I've grown up on and, and I actually do this. It's like, I imagine one day sitting at my desk and listening to these different rappers like Scarface and E40 and Big Pun and having that same kind of posturing in that way like you if you didn't know what I was listening to you're like oh Dr. Andrade's you know in thoughtful reflection while he's writing his notes and then you come in and there's this rap music playing and you're like what the heck you know and so it's funny because to me that is actually like very soothing uh it's it's music I've, I listened to growing up and so it, it I really enjoy it in that way too now some of it it's like it could be a little bit too distracting if it's it's something new I, I have a hard time focusing when I'm listening to newer music 
because I'm, I'm again, sometimes trying to, to listen to it a little bit more, as I mentioned a minute ago, waiting to be grabbed. Uh, but when it's like music I listened to growing up, I can play it in the background, even when I'm, you know, in between patients or I'm working on paperwork. So yeah, uh, I always had that image of, I want to be the kind of psychologist who's listening to rap music in between patients, which maybe is not your ideal image of a psychologist, but that's just the kind of psychologist that I am. And so, yeah. Unless you like rap, unless the person likes rap music, then they might, that might be the ideal psychologist for them. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. What what a question I had for you guys too, I think is a a big one. I was wondering um, before we go to the break and I'll share my piece on it. And and I have to to give a shout out to a couple of people in this regards, Uh, holiday music. Growing up, my mom would wake us up at like 8 a.m., playing Mariah Carey's, you know, Christmas album, just like full blast. And for a long time, I hated that song because it would remind me of being awoken at such an early time as a teenager. I'm like, great, now I got to get up and start cleaning, you know, because it's like she's awake and she's probably going to make us clean or do something. And so the holiday music would drive me crazy. And even one of my colleagues or one of my coworkers back when I worked in Chicago, the Bucktown office, a, a, a friend of mine named Maria, she was the first person to start listening to Christmas music. She'd start like in October if she could. And it was just like by November, you're like, please, Maria, like, can you just like lower it or something? Like, I, I just like, I'm bombarded with the same 20 Christmas songs for three months at a time. And so it would just like drive me crazy sometimes. So my question to you, and you guys could probably, uh, you know, guess uh, my answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's your take on holiday music, like Christmas music? Are you guys fans? Are you on the fence? Uh, what's that like for you guys? I think it's a, excellent. I think it's a good thing. I like it. I don't like necessarily all of the standard pop. Like if we're talking about Christmas, I don't necessarily like a lot of the pop things. I do like some of the tending towards classical, like Mannheim Steamroller or Trans-Siberian. Is it Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Is that what they're called? Something like that. I like those. I think those, to me, if it doesn't, if it has words, then it can go stale pretty fast. You can, I can burn out on it and I don't want to hear it anymore. But if it doesn't have words, the more ambient, then I can listen to it a lot more. And I was going to say, when you ask, I love um, holiday music. It just gives me that, uh, you know, holiday mood and that, um, you know, the beauty of Christmas. Uh, I just love it. And actually, that's a part that uh, just boosts my energy. And I feel like, ah, you know, uh, it's holidays around the corner. And maybe it's when I think about it, maybe just because of my profession as a teacher, and I just wanted to create that mood of holidays, I usually put Christmas tree in my room for the kids. And, you know, we sometimes did so many decorations in the room with the kids. Uh, And even though in high school, the kids loved it. And uh, the music I always played as a welcoming for the kids to come. Uh, it just brings those memories to to my my you know feeling my mood and my mind. Okay, before we go to break, well, after we go to break, I have a question for you guys. Uh-oh. Are we at break time? 
we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're pretty close to break time. Yeah. So yeah. And, and we'll build some anticipation for listeners too. What is Dan? What question will Daniel have? What next? kind of a stumper will Daniel? Present? I'm always afraid of Dan's question. Can we pass? Can we pass on these <laughs> questions too? To at some point I'm going to be like, pass. I don't want to ask. Pass. Of course you can pass, but I mean, no, what is, as soon as Dan starts what talking about for listeners, man, you pass. Like, no, nope. oh, uh, wow. I pass. Oh, really no, Dan. Okay. Yeah, you're practicing <laughs> saying no. Okay, yes, that's no cool. means no, Dan. Pass. I'll ask the question no. and answer it myself. Okay, <laughs> okay. Know your question, Dan. Be brave. Go ahead. Well, let's take a break and then we'll come back so listeners oh, okay. can get ready for okay. it too. All right. So, um, with that, I'm gonna uh, say some words in Farsi. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد من سعیده ملک افسلی هستم به همراه دوتن از همکارانم دکتر دانیل راکرز و دکتر الکساندرادی در خدمتون هستیم روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت دوازده تایی که بعد از ظهر به زبان انگلیسی صحبت میکنیم در مورد موارد مختلف از فرهنگ و روانشناسی صدای ما رو از رادیو بامداد تحت عنوان Culture and Psychology میشنویم روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه و به زبان انگلیسی هست ما پادکست های زیادی تا کنون داریم حدود 130 تا 40 پادکست تا کنون در رادیو بامداد صحبت کردیم و میتونیم پادکست های ما رو از سپاریفای، آیتون یا حتی از گوگل سرچ کنین و بشنویم بر اساس زمان مناسبتون ما امروز در مورد موزیک و انواع تاپیک های مختلف در مورد موزیک صحبت کردیم برمیگردیم دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم We're back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrati. Uh, the first two parts of our conversation, if you just turn on your radio and you didn't know what we talked about, we talked about music, what kind of music we each like, when do we listen to different types of music, what music does to our mood, and in general, how important the music is in our lives. We were talking about that, and uh, now we are back, and Dr. Rockers, as usual, puts us on the spot with his question. So I'm just waiting to see what question he has. It's a great question that I'm going to ask you guys. And here's what it is. Imagine 
that you are going to create a, from your music, you're going to create a curated playlist and we're going to post it on our website for listeners. What would you include in your playlist? And more importantly, what would you name your playlist? Mm. Yeah, I I, all right, so I can, I'll go first. I'm pass I, on this one. That's a, that's a great question though. I love the question. I feel like, it, I feel like we could talk hours on it. So yeah, what, what's we, your, yeah. What, I've what's got, your, I'm listening to, okay, go ahead. Side A, jump in. Okay. So all of a sudden, with the intent of a second, this came to my mind. And that is because we are dealing with different um, people, with different cultures, different languages, and they come to our website and they want to listen. So I have to be careful not to put only one certain language. So I have to put all different languages. So I'm going to pick... The best of the best, uh, first of all, I'm going to discuss this with different people from different cultures and say, what is a certain music or certain singer or lyrics that uh, mostly in that culture, it would be popular? Because I want to make sure that I'm not just doing this for me, but it's on the website and it's for people. So then I listen to them, not just by their words. I have to feel that this is this feels right to me. I listen to it. And if I really feel that, okay, this sounds good to me, right? Because it has to first right, feel right to me. It's just like buying a gift for someone. First, you have to like it. First, you have to think if somebody gives that to me, I would be happy. So I probably will listen to every one of those music. And then when I feel like, oh, it just brings a good feeling for me. I love it. I gather all of them and I put it. And what do I name it? it? This is the hard part. I have to be very careful naming it so I can't just throw a name. I have to think about that. All right. Is it? You're not That's gonna, you don't say a name? No name? I, I can't right now because- He's passing. It's, oh, I got yeah, it. I it's hard. It's hard. Passing. It has to come uh, you thoughtfully. It. You labeled it out loud. Well, I'm sorry, side A, I was too busy uh, congratulating Alex. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> so my idea, I like to do this actually. I like to create playlists with themes every now and then. So yeah. like one, one that I've done recently was a recycled remix where they take all the old, yeah, recycled remix where they take old songs and then they re, you know, they redo them. And sometimes it's just a beat or, or a phrase. Um, so I always like to kind of like find those. Uh, what I would do for your assignment, though, Daniel, I would call it the DSM, and there, some of the tracks on there would be uh, My Mind's Playing Tricks on Me by Ghetto Boys, where he talks about substance-induced psychosis. At one point, he's talking about he thought it was Halloween, and he's not, and he's actually realized like he's on drugs. And so substance-induced psychosis, uh, Borderline by Madonna, Borderline Personality Disorder. And so, yeah, there's songs that I hear sometimes and I'm like, these are psychologically themed songs that would look really nice on a playlist. So for our listeners, I would do a DSM songs related to different diagnoses. Mm, very interesting. Uh, I like that. that was a smart. That was very smart. Good job. Right. I would put I would make a list called Science Speaks. Mm. And what I like is I've landed on a few of these songs that generally are, are I think they're like a remix song where they're 
putting stuff back together again, but it's not a remix song. They will take quotes from people making statements like in a speech. And an example is like Carl Sagan. There's this one song I'm trying to go back and find it again. I was listening to it for a while. Now I've lost who, who uh, does it. But the quote by Carl Sagan is, he says, science is more than just a body of knowledge. It's a way of thinking. Mm. And I love that. And I like the setting of it because the background is kind of ambient music. And to me, it's just kind of meditative, but it it really gets this thing in. And I've heard a number of things where they might include uh, quotes or excerpts from some of the astronauts transmissions when they've gone to the moon or gone to space or NASA. That There's a, that reminds me, there's an artist called The Avalanches and the name of the album is Since I Left You. And they actually have a song called Frontier Psychiatrist, which I would probably put on my playlist as well. That does a lot of that. It's like excerpts of songs and different uh, talks and things like that. And so, and they, that's what's cool about the, the the artists is they piece it all together to make a song actually too. So adding to your playlist, we could swap playlists too, right? Is that, yeah. is that okay? You can do whatever. I, yeah. The, Dan always talks about science uh, and I guess it's just something, it's more to your interest. And I would probably think of something that is with nature. Because I, I just love nature. And I always feel like as a human being, we are so uh, connected and part of nature. So I probably uh, think of something, you know, thoughtfully that can just bring the nature to the life of um, our patients or when they go to website, it's just something more of, I guess, um, you know, movements, um, river, um, colors, you know, you know, one of the songs I love is Decolores. And I remember at, um, I don't know, Alex, you probably are familiar with Decolores. It's different colors. Uh, And it's a Spanish. And Mm -hmm. I love it because I was practicing this with lyrics with my students in classroom, all different students with, um, you know, mainly native speakers or some different cultures, but it was in Spanish and I had written the lyrics and we were pronouncing it. And then we had some uh, students from Spanish culture and they would laugh at the way we were pronouncing. And it was so funny. We say, no, no, Mrs. M, this is not how you pronounce it. You just say it this way. And, And I would just try it. And they go, no, no, it's not working. And I go, just let us finish this. <laughs> so actually, we sang it for the whole school, and it was really interesting. We practiced uh, during our um, free time, which was like maybe just a few minutes every day, and uh, we sang it, and it was beautiful. So something about color, something about diversity, something about nature. I would just think of a name that way. I got a question related to that too. And I'll give my answer first too. Is there a genre of music that you're not very partial to or one that you've maybe recently become partial to? Uh, For the longest time, I used to pride myself in liking every type of music, but then I would always say, except for country. It took me years to get into country music. And it wasn't until somebody introduced it to me and showed me different uh, country songs that I really started to enjoy it and like it. 
and even some of the different types of country, like there's like bro country apparently. Uh, and so it's, it's those different types. And then there's like classical artists who are just like pivotal in country music who I'd heard of, but never really listened to them. So it's like, I, I again, wasn't really favorable to it. It was just like, Oh yeah, country music. Eh, I'm okay. Um, but actually I've really taken a liking to it. And so, but I, I feel like it is definitely one of those genres where, you got to be in a certain mood. Um, I think uh, there's a newer artist named Combs. He said, like, he has an album, like a beer, never, a beer, never treated me wrong or something like that. And like talking about woes as far as relationships and things like that. So uh, some of it's like comical as well. So yeah, it's definitely something where at first I was like, nah, I don't listen to country. I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, I've really started to enjoy it last few years. So yeah. What about the two of you? I always liked country. It's interesting that how much I, I just, you know, it, it always reminds me of uh, sitting by the fireplace and, uh, you know, it's um, like sitting outside by a fire, gathering around it and somebody is playing guitar and you're just having fun. And, and it's the story, natural a story of people's life. And it's a storytelling. I, I just always loved it. But with, to your question, uh, it took me a while to like rap music. I wasn't understanding it. And um, it sort of, I had a hard time really liking it. But um, eventually, eventually, especially with my kids loving rap music. And, you know, during the time they were listening all the time to rap music, I started thinking that, there must be something in this that young generation are so much into it and they're listening to it. And, and sometimes my son would say, listen, this is what this is the saying this and, and it's really important. <laughs> so I was listening more carefully. And then I realized that it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes the lyrics, they're saying something that is political it's social, it's something about, you know, things that people are dealing with. So I started thinking more about the lyrics and what is said. Although there are things that I know I don't like to hear in, in rap music with the words that is no, no. But uh, yeah, I, I started liking it. I'm feel, I'm a couple of branches I don't really care for. One is the, is in general rap music i feel like i'm being assaulted or beaten by it it what some of the things i've heard sound pretty aggressive and pretty harsh and i know that's not all of it because i've heard some that i thought was pretty good back in the 80s i listened to gil scott heron who is often or at least sometimes cited as the grandfather of rap although he to some extent denied it later later in life he said don't associate me with what's coming out right now but i liked some of his things and what he did i'll have to see if i can locate the album that i was listening to at that point in time and let you know because i liked most of what was on that album and it was a lot of political statements too but in general i don't find uh, rap very appealing to me now most of the time i've heard it as i'm hearing it i'm i'm in my car listening to my music and suddenly I'm listening to somebody else's music like two cars away and my whole car is vibrating. Sorry about that, Daniel. That was me. Yeah. Sorry about okay. that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then the other is I grew up listening to country music. Like it was 
we didn't have a choice. My mom and dad listened to country music, but I think it was more country Western. And, you know, there's a difference between country music and Western music and country Western music is kind of a fusion between the two, but I didn't really care for it for a long time. I liked some of the things and I can't remember the artists now, but what I really don't care for is there's a certain amount of bluegrass that really sounds like just stuff I don't like at all. <laughs> I gig, I can't handle it. Yeah. I'm not saying, please don't hear me saying, I did not say I think it is bad. Yes, yes. I just said it's like. not appealing to me. So nobody yeah. get offended here. Yeah. I'm not running it down. I'm just saying, <laughs> hey, not my gig. It's like saying, you know, I don't like strawberry ice cream. I'm not saying it's bad ice cream. Just, yeah. I don't care for it. I feel I'm so uneducated about music. I love to know more about the history of music, you know, like symphony of um, different symphony of Beethoven, which I have listened to many, many times, but I like to know what was behind it. What was, uh, you know, what was it um, saying or what was the message? So it's really important, like anything, you need to know more about it to be able to converse about it. I felt like, you know, I only love what I listen to, but I'm not that educated about music. You know, I, I just know like this music is not so appealing to me. Like if you ask me if I'm sitting in the car and I, it's a choice of music, I definitely know what I like to listen to. Uh, or, uh, you know, in all other occasions, but um, I just need to really be able to educate myself more. Like Alex, you have some background, um, you worked in the tower music, so you have some real good background about music. I well, feel uh, like you're way ahead. Yeah, well, a big part of that I find is knowing somebody who can help curate a list for you, because that was the thing that I found is, People would not just say, listen to this album. And if you do that, then it's just like, okay, I, I'm not taking it in in the way that people who really love it take it in. So I've had people over the years, like the Beatles. At one point, I didn't know anything by the Beatles, really. And I had a friend curate a playlist where he was like, okay, I know what kind of music you're into. And so let me start with these certain songs. And that really allowed me to kind of get into it. I remember when I worked at Tower, people would do it that way. So it's, I think if you just say, oh, you like this, you know, I like this artist, listen to them. People will lose it in that way. But if you curate a list for that person, uh, it can it can really kind of grab somebody, I think, and, and really ease them into it. And not just the most popular ones. It's also ones that, you know, kind of maybe are more upbeat. It's like, I like upbeat music. So maybe more upbeat music first versus maybe they're more down or dramatic kind of music. So, yeah. Are we to the end of our program? Uh, yeah, I think we're, we could take a quick break and then come back and then uh, sure. say our, say our yeah. piece. Let's just have a short break and come back to end our program.
Okay, so let's um, start with um, Dr. Rockers. Um, oh. <laughs> yesterday, Dr. Andrade was the one who started the last, you know, statement. So now it's your turn. Let's see. Um, I'm thinking we, the three of us, should each curate a playlist and put it on our website for our listeners. Sure. What do you guys think we'll of that do. idea? We'll do. Yeah, if we could do that, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Why not? Might be a sampling there. Put yeah. something out there. Um, my thing is try out different things. See what you can learn from music. I don't have anything really great and smart at this point. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's my best. I'd stay open to it and try it out. Listen to it. See what you can feel from it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we always have to have something earth shattering to say i definitely don't think the things i say are earth shattering <laughs> in regards to the messages we leave uh listeners at the end uh yeah i think that the idea is just uh yeah check out something new check out something new and and you know like i i said earlier you know ask a friend or somebody uh you know what are you listening to right now and uh i, I find that's a great way to to learn new music and so because yeah you can go on the internet and you can research the newest albums and what's popular but I think it's a great thing to connect with another person on. So if I could be like, Hey, Daniel, what have you been listening to? And Hey, said, Hey, what have you been listening to? And then when we see each other or when we talk next, it'd be like, Hey, I really like that one song. And so I find it's a great way to connect. So that's what I love about music too. So that's what I'd encourage. Yeah. And and, uh, if I want to say one thing about music, um, I, I feel like music um, can be like a dream. It can take you high up. Um, you can fly with music. You can swim with music in, in your uh, dream. You can just be in the nature with the most beautiful places you can um, travel to in your dreams. So music, I think, is a big part of um, life if we really pay attention to it because um For me specifically, music can take me to places. Music can bring memories um, to my mind. Music can bring hope for the future. Music can really affect my mood. Uh, So it's very, very powerful to me. So I really feel like nothing probably can move me in any aspect um, of with different genre of life. Uh, can take me there. Music is very, very powerful uh, in my in my mind. So with that, I want to say goodbye to our listeners. Um, wish everybody have a wonderful week ahead. We are going to come back next week and converse about another topic of culture and psychology. And please, if you haven't discovered our um, iPods, I... Um, uh, with iTunes and um, with the Spotify, you can search us under culture and psychology. We have uh, ha- we have had about more than 130 to 150 podcasts that you can search us on their different topics and listen to us in your spare time, in your appropriate time. And if you want to listen to us at the time that we are being aired, with Radio Bombdot, it's Saturday and Sunday at 12 to 1 o'clock. So with that, I want to thank my friends and my colleagues, Dr. Andrade and Dr. Um, Rockers, and we come back next week.
رادیو بامداد صدای ما و شما با زبانی آشنا